The Daily Telegraph is reporting that landlords are now cashing in on soaring house prices, forcing renters into bidding wars, and this is sensational journalism at its best. Apparently the rental supply has plunged by 50% as investors have quit the market. Good afternoon, welcome to the Market Wrap for ABW, week ending 22nd of April 2022. This is number 97, Stuart Williamson here at the helm. I never thought I'd get to 97, quite amazing. Why do we do this? Information, common sense, helps people decide where, how and if to buy UK property, okay? Just as simple as that. Please do comment if you get a chance, do like, subscribe, all that sort of stuff, as it'll help guide direction of good information for future wraps. Now, last week we had a comment from um, a gent, I think, saying, do we make money from selling property? Well, the answer is yes. You know, that's what we are, we're a buyer's agent. But it's not a sale at all costs approach. And I want to give you shares with you some of this week's experiencing experiences. I cancelled one client in China to not buy because there's too much doubt in their future. They have to get their future sorted before they can start making buying decisions. A client in South Africa, I said, why not go to the UK and rent first and see where suits before jumping in? You know, um, he's from Monmouth and Monmouth's changed a lot in the last 20 years. Then a client in Switzerland said, I'll wait and see if the market's gonna crash. I said, it's time in the market, not timing the market. So there we go. Now this week, what we're covering. Knight Frank report, is it, what is the UK market doing? Most importantly, what is the cost of living bite? What is that doing to, to house prices? And are they going to slow and are our rents going to go up? Well, basically, we believe they're going to, frankly, go up by 20% over the next five years, which is very important for buy-to-let investors because that's what rents do. Rents are the most important thing when it comes to buying property. You've got to get a good, consistent in- income from a property that grows. So even if your mortgage goes up, it doesn't matter. Now, Knight Frank say that the market has defied gravity since the pandemic. Low interest rates plus housing wealth plus more goal for more space and greenery has conspired to create double-digit house price growth in the last year. Knight Frank believe that 2022 is when it will start to unwind and growth will return to single digits. They forecast that house prices will grow by 5% this year with a number of factors being a drag on the rampant growth. Okay. What are the dra- what is the drags that are going to occur? Mortgage rates will continue to rise alongside interest rates. We know that. Okay, the UK conflict may slow the pace of normalisation post-COVID, but the Bank of England will f- feel the need to respond to, to inflationary pressures in the short term, and they will need to put up interest rates but at the same time, they need to be concerned about the UK's long-term economic recovery. So perhaps not as quick as they would. And crucially, they believe that there will continue to be increased distortive effect from the pandemic, but these will fade. The supply shortage, which has been the biggest cause of strong house price growth over the last two years, there are early signs that this is now abating and the spring stock is coming back. Meanwhile, the race for space will calm down without disappearing altogether. For many people, the post-COVID work-life balance is far from set in stone and demand will be fueled by a desire to improve living arrangements 
after successive lockdowns. And that's a fact. I'm still talking to people now who are having calling it a day in Singapore and heading back to the UK, leaving Hong Kong because of COVID there, fed up with China because of what situation is there. But the accumulated household wealth and the fact that many sectors of the economy have performed well has created a huge amount of cash and that has, that has led to a lot of purchasing. However, Nitrant believe that the cost of living squeeze will start to bite in 2023 and that will have an effect on the market. This is a graph to help you visualise that. Knight Frank expect house prices to climb by 1% in 2023 before starting to slowly pick up again after that. In the five years 2026, they believe across the UK it'll give a cumulative growth of 13.6%. Now some, re some regions will outperform, outperform that as they benefit from the UK's changing economic economy after COVID. The Midlands, for example, they believe will benefit from a growth of logistics, um, e-commerce and life sciences. Moving on to London, in Pride Centre in London, where it's 1.1 million pound plus houses, they forecast a 3.5% growth this year as the property market inside zone one continues its overdue recovery after six years of six years of political uncertainty and an emergence from a a very negative tax landscape. The forecast that growth will be 6% in 2023. That's because the international buyers have been coming back in. It's been delayed because of the, the COVID situation. They believe the process will be quite gradual and fairly erratic because you know many countries deal with opening the, the, the borders differently from the UK. Night Frank forecasts 22.2% growth in prime central London over the next five year period. In a, an echo of the wider UK market, they expect prime outer London to continue to benefit from the race for space during 2022, but this, is, this will tail off in 2023, producing 15.9% growth over the five year period. It's a similar story in prime country markets where they expect growth to be 17% over the next five years. Prime Prices in prime markets outside of London are supported by the fact that there's much more headroom for growth compared to London because London was so expensive. Only, except, <coughs> excuse me, only exception to that would probably be Cambridge, which on the back of AstraZeneca has gone through the roof. And here's another graphic to help you understand that. Now, this is really the important bit. UK rental market forecasts. UK rents are forecast to increase by 4% in 2023, building on a strong performance from last year. And longer term, they say, su supply constraints, strong tenant demand, and robust earnings growth will support an increase of 17.1% in rental values over the next five years on average. On, at a national level, they believe the rental market is being shaped by a deepening supply and demand imbalance. Okay, so this is not new property coming in, people being short of buying it. This is just a, a shortage of rental properties. The number of properties available to rent during Q1 2022 was more than a third lower than the five year average pre-pandemic 
At the same time, demand from tenants has continued to rise. The Royal Institute of Charter Surveyors Residential Survey reported that tenant demand rose to its highest level since 1999 in January, while new landlord instructions remained in decline. In part, the supply shortfall reflects the fact that some landlords have just quit the sector because of the tax and regulatory changes. And it's a trend that Knight Frank is saying, this will not be reversed. There is going to be less landlords out there because it's not as tax efficient if you're a UK tax resident to do it. They forecast a shortage of rental homes relative to demand will be a key factor underpinning rental growth in all regions, notwithstanding the fact that short-term inflationary pressures will inevitably act as a break on larger rises in household finances, in larger rises as household finances are stretched. Current forecasts from Oxford Economics suggest inflation will end 2022 at 7%. The cumulative inflation is only expected to increase by 13.7% over that five-year period. Knight Frank also see in the latter part of that five-year period, forecasts for earnings growth will be a main driver behind rents, so earnings growth, income growth, resuming a long-term relationship and supported by a robust outlook for the employment market. So good earnings growth, good salary increases. There's a scope for stronger rental growth in areas of the country where rents are more affordable. Again, important point, particularly in the North and the Midlands. Okay, the prospect of further regulatory reforms, reforms towards the end of the forecast period largely around EPC certification will have a dampening on supply again, which could further push up the limited supply of rental. So again, have a look at this graphic. So basically you've got less and less landlords out there. You wouldn't become a landlord in the UK because it's not as tax efficient as it used to be. So therefore, why do it? There may be other things you can do that are more tax efficient. What about London? The rental market in London and home counties is the same. High demand, low supply, and they forecast that it will produce growth in rentals of 8% in prime central London this year and very strong annual growth in the early months of 2022 as as a flood of short-term property that was occupying the long-term space is, is eroded from the market. Supply has subsequently dried up during this period because People were just doing short-term lets and not long-term. And that was very, the regulation around that was very relaxed. But now as offices and universities are reopening, that lack of long-term accommodation is being shown, shown up. And consequently, rents are increasing very strongly in that sector. Now, I frankly believe that the rental growth will normalize from next year and expect increases below two, sorry, below 4% in prime central London from 2023, producing a cumulative rental growth, check this out, 22.7%. That's huge. But think about it, the last two years hasn't gone up at all. We expect less of a marked imbalance in prime out of London for a growth of 5% this year. They expect it to be in like the UK average between 15 and 20%. Now, the Daily Telegraph is reporting that landlords are now cashing in on soaring house prices 
forcing renters into bidding wars, and this is sensational journalism at its best. Apparently the rental supply has plunged by 50% as investors have quit the market. A 50% fall in the number of flats or houses out there to rent. Sounds a little bit skewed. It says buy to let landlords are cashing in on rocketing house prices and selling their properties, causing a slump in the supply of rental homes. It means that competition for these rental properties is at all time high and some landlords are forcing people into bidding wars to get into properties. Okay, rents have risen, according to Telegraph and Rightmove, by 11% year on year across the UK. Now, I don't know about this and bidding war stuff. That sounds a bit fantastical to me. But surely, apparently, there are too many tenants trying to get in and not have houses out there. In London, it's outside London, it's now £1,088 average rent per month which is the first time rents have exceeded a 10% growth in, an, in a year ever, and they're now 15% higher than they were pre-pandemic. Rents in London are now 2,193 per month, which is 14.3% jump compared to last year. And it's the biggest jump in anywhere in any region since Right Moves records began. Why, have these, um, why is there such a shortage now? As we say, landlords are, are capitalising on high prices and selling. And then secondly, it's not as tax efficient in the UK as it used to be if you are there because you don't get the likes of the Myrus tax release that you used to get, mortgage interest relief at source. And as we covered, I think, two weeks ago, you see a much smaller profit if you're a landlord in the UK. Here's a graphic on rents increasing. That's quite interesting, I think. Okay, so consequently, the number of properties apparently has fallen by 50%. Tenant demand has climbed by 6%, which now means there are three times the number of tenant applications for each available rental property. Now, what does this mean to us as buy-to-let investors internationally? We've got these SPV, single purpose vehicle approach, very tax efficient. We've got our own UK tax allowances, which are not, if not used, are very tax efficient. And in many cases, we've got a better disposal income than most people who are working in the UK. That allows us to better deal with inflation and price rises. Therefore, from our offshore perspective, a shrinking buy-to-let market is a buying opportunity. It's fantastic if you have the cash. You know, get a good mortgage, make sure you've got a, enough buffer in there to um, to cover it if, in, if interest rates do go up. Now, I'm not being unsympathetic to UK um, investors because the worst hit in the UK are those who have no money. And I can, you know, talk personally because my sister-in-law has a 24 and a 28-year-old and they've had to move back home because they could not save any money while they were, while they were renting and working elsewhere. So it is very difficult. The cost of living has gone up terribly. And I'm not denigrating that or, or saying it's a, you know, anything cheap or anything like that. But the point is, we are in a good position as international investors to buy property in a shrinking market. Shrinking market. You know, JP Morgan wants to about stocks and shares. He was asked, how does he make money? And he said, I buy when everyone else is selling and I sell when everyone else is buying. What does that tell you now about the UK property market?
that's it for this week thank you very much do take care um like if you like it comment if you can it'd be lovely and um press the little alarm button to remind you when the next one's out thanks very much cheerio bye bye Thank you.